Episode 35 of Two Geeks, Two Beers, with me, Tom, and my rather flashy pal, Morgan. Hello. Um, so, yeah. Wasn't necessarily the episode we were expecting to... Uh, well, we're going to be totally honest with you now. Yeah. This is not our first take. Oh, what was it? Episode 35. This is yeah. not our first take at episode 35. Yeah. Do you want to tell them what yeah. happened? Well, we won't go into it too much because it's boring, but like, <laughs> we're not going to say what episode we did, but essentially no. we recorded an entire episode... Yeah. Over an hour long. Yeah. It was a great episode. It was we, a we strong were, episode. We on form. We I really enjoyed good. it. And then I got got home and then the next few days I was like, right, edit it now. Yeah. And then found the uh, episode didn't record. It uh, didn't record at didn't all. Record it didn't record so at I, all. Essentially, it's really boring, but I, 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 the, the thing we used to record it, I had a new version. I was like, ah, oh, it's sexy. It's all mm. slick. And then I didn't do the right settings. and That was our mistake. We tried to be yeah. sexy and slick. And so we are very much not sexy and slick. Just, just anyone out there who wants, who's like a budding podcast producer or any description, just make sure you always, mm. rookie error, mm. always do a little test record of like five seconds, if nothing else. Because we did not do that. That we is the episode. That is, yeah, that is, that is basic stuff. Make sure you're recording. Yeah. Make sure it actually so is recording. We're not going to say what episode we did do because we don't want you to think, oh, I wish I was listening to that instead of this one. Do you know what, though? I quite like the idea of having a lost episode. Yeah. It's quite it's like, it's, it's, it's like the, um, the Doctor Who mythic episodes. Yeah. I like the idea of two geeks fans. Yeah. Uh, mythologising it and being like yeah. it's the best episode we never heard so we will do the same one in like three or four months time when it's fresh because <laughs> if we did it like now we'd be like yeah. well, now we're trying to copy what you did then it's too painful yeah. Yeah. I wanna, we'll revisit it in 2018 yeah so anyway <laughs> so this episode instead we're going to do something totally different we're going to do a much loved kind of sci-fi film which also has lots of origins and lots of iterations yeah. so we are doing Flash Gordon Flash Ah, I was going to say physically impossible to say Flash Gordon without singing Flash. Ah, I think it's physically impossible to say Flash. Yeah. If, you, if you're talking about yeah. the the kitchen cleaner. Yeah. Flash. Well, they've ah. done it now. They've they yeah. it. I saw that. Ad. Where has all the mud gone? <laughs> there was lots of mud. But there was there was, there was finally an advert for Flash mm. the cleaner where they had the song Flash. Yeah. Ah, and it's like. It's it was miracles. But it's like, has no one pitched that before? Yeah. Why have you taking this, this long? It's like thirty years, forty years. <laughs> Um, so, yeah, so first with the beers, let's mm. get this done. Oh, oh. We were thinking of doing Gordon's gin, because you can get that in a little that can. Was, that was going to be our last resort. You can get, you can get Gordon's uh, gin and tonic in a can. Um, but we've gone for, it's a bit lame, the link. <laughs> but it's Beaver Town's Smog Rocket. Rocket, though. Is rocket it, is the key part. Because it has a, has Flash has a rocket. Flash has a rocket, yeah. doesn't he? So, yeah, cheers. Cheers to Cheers that. on that one. Oh. Oh, it's incredibly stouty and... Chocolatey it's and very coffee-ish. Chocolatey. I'm not sure I'm a fan. Some people love that kind of crap. But, I, quite, um, you know. I quite like it. Oh, okay. 
So uh, this episode is mostly discussing kind of the 1980 movie, which mm. we'll get onto later. But there's there's a lot of history of Flash Gordon. Which mm. researching this episode, I I didn't know much about it outside the movie. So Not, what did you know before? Nor did I. So I must. I, so I did a bit of research before this episode, yeah. and there are various screen versions of Flash Gordon which I was not previously aware of. Yeah. Um. Some of which, having looked into it, I now want to see. Yeah. Some of which need to be seen to be believed. Yeah. Um. <laughs> So one of the earliest screen versions was... Yeah. Well, are you aware of the concept of film serials? What a film serial is? Sort of, but explain. I will. Yeah. So I will. So back in the 30s and 40s, basically before yeah. telly, they would show at the cinema these kind of mini-movies. So before the film. No, well, I'm, I'm, yeah, I guess so. So they'd be about like 20 minutes in length, yeah. and they would show uh, chapters of a film. And so every week, uh, it was every week. So it was basically telly before telly. Yeah. Every week, you would go to the cinema and watch like a little 20-minute mini movie and each week it would tell a different chapter and so they did a f- these Flash Gordon film serials where every week uh, you know kids and families would go and watch these Flash Gordon film serials and watch them unfold yeah. across the weeks um, at the cinema and uh, Flash Gordon was featured in three serial films starring and I've looked this guy up one of the best names of all time yeah. I think yeah. I know it's his stage name but still still Buster Crab. Buster Crab. Buster Crab. Yeah. But then you look up his real name, Clarence Linden Crab the second. That's still pretty good. Equally awesome. That's still, I, I, still pretty good. But underrated hero. But, this guy. But also, this guy is like like an actor. Yeah. Also, like an Olympic yeah. swimmer. Two-time Olympic swimmer. Um, he won the 1932 Olympic gold medal for the 400 meter freestyle swimming event before breaking into acting. <laughs> And he, do you know what else he did? Go on. So he's the only actor ever to play Tarzan, Flash Gordon, and, and Buck, Buck Rogers, Rogers who yeah. were at the time like the, the, the biggest deals you could possibly get. The top Earth. three since like playing James Bond, Doctor Who, and Han Solo. All at once. <laughs> the top three syndicated comic strip heroes of the 1930s, yeah. in fact. Yeah. yeah, no. And so uh, Buster Crab, Buster Crab, <laughs> he starred in uh, Flash Gordon in 1936, Flash Gordon's Trip to Mars. In 1938, yeah. and Flash Gordon conquers the universe mm. in 1940. Your Majesty, we have captured the Earth people. Was there any resistance? No, Your Majesty, except from the blonde giant. Why did you enter my kingdom? To save you from your folly. Your meaning? Your planet is rushing madly toward the Earth from which we came. Collision can mean only the destruction of both. There will be no collision. I control absolutely the movement of this planet. And I will destroy your Earth in my own way. Why destroy there? Why not conquer it? Why not? How did you enter my kingdom? In a rocket ship of my own design. You are a remarkable man. I can use you. Take him to the laboratory, give him everything he requires except his freedom. Uh, do you know a little fact about Buster Crab? Go on. Uh, he starred in King of the Jungle, which I assume is a Tarzan movie. Uh, he became an actual lion tamer with real lions for the film. What? So, I'm sorry, Buster Crab is, yeah. a, is a Olympic yeah. swimmer, He's a, a film lion, star, a lion and a tamer. lion tamer. So, Buster Crab, he passed away in 1983, so... Cheers. Cheers to, to Buster. Mr. Crab. Underrated. To Mr. Crab. Underrated. Mm. 
But, so, but it shows how much of a big deal Flash Gordon was that in the 30s, when, you know, early days of Hollywood and they were making these big budget movies. Not only that, but the... So the first Flash Gordon film serial was in 1936. Mm-hmm. And that was only two years after Flash Gordon, the Baby. character, was created yeah. in 1934. Yeah. Uh, there was also a Flash Gordon TV series mm-hmm. in 1954 uh, starring Steve Holland, which ran for 39 episodes. Yeah. And this is an odd one, because I've never heard of this. No. So according to Wikipedia, Mm -hmm. it says, The series proved popular with American audiences, and critical response, though sparse, was positive. Mm -hmm. Flash Gordon has garnered little modern critical attention. (laughs) Just like... That's a bit rude. No, it's just like, no one cares now. Yeah, no one gives a shit. No, apparently that series was also uh, recut into a movie, again, in 1957. Flash Gordon calling Commander Richards. Richards here. Flash, I've been on tenderhooks waiting for your report. called uh, Flash Gordon's Battle in Space. Yeah. Uh, then there was a uh, animated series mm-hmm. uh, which began in 1979. Now this is interesting. So Filmation, they produced an animated series, um, the, the New Adventures of Flash Gordon, uh, in 1979, 1980. Uh, and it, it look, I've never heard of this before, but it looks awesome. It looks like proper... For 1979? Well, it just, no, but it just looks like proper, like, old-school, vintage, 80s animation. Yeah. It looks like exactly the sort of thing I would have been well into. Yeah. Blasting off on a desperate mission to save Earth from the evil plottings of the tyrannical space lord Ming the Merciless. Dr. Hans Zarkov and Dale Arden have joined me, Flash Gordon, on a fantastic journey into worlds where peril and adventure await us. I mean, you couldn't see the animation there, obviously, but that was genuinely impressive stuff. Now, have I had a few beers? Yes. Does that look absolutely quality? Also yes. Yes. Also yes. Yes. (laughs) Uh, Now, interestingly, Filmation, who made that series... They also uh, produced a, a Flash Gordon animated uh, TV movie. Yeah. Um, and they basically made this as a sort of pilot. And NBC, at the time, they saw that, this this TV movie and they were like, well, that's great. Make a whole series. And so this TV movie never aired. Eventually, when that Flash Gordon series was cancelled after two seasons, they then put out the original uh, movie, which is called uh, Flash Gordon, The Greatest Adventure of All. And that, that, that came out Can't in... Can't argue with that. <laughs> Can't argue with that. And that came out in 1982. And apparently, Flash Gordon aficionados yeah. say that that is like one of the best ever Ooh. screen adaptations of, wow. of Flash Gordon. But Is it quite rare? But it's... Well, it's it's never been uh, rebroadcast since it originally went out in 1982. Why? And the movie has never been commercially released in the United States. So it's not on DVD or Blu-ray or anything. Given that, given that it's not commercially available, I'm just going to tell you, it's on YouTube. It's on YouTube. It's all on YouTube. Yeah, I get it on And, like, you, know, yeah, I, you yeah. know, i got no qualms about saying that because you can't get it any other way. Yeah. Check it out. It's on YouTube. It's brilliant. You can't can't be in trouble because nah. you physically can't get it You anywhere. physically can't, cannot get it. Yeah. Uh, and then, of course, there was Defenders of the Earth yeah. in 1986. Defenders of the Earth. Defenders. Out of the sky, his rockets ignite. Gets into battle, flying faster than light. Flash Gordon. For more on that, 
Go back, <laughs> go back to episode four of Two episode Peaks four. from back in May 2015. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, then there was this uh, Flash Gordon cartoon in 1996, uh, which ran for 26 episodes. In this version... Oh, God, I, I saw this. This is dreadful. So in this version, right, Alex, yeah. Flash Gordon, and Dale Arden are... This sounds like a parody. Are hoverboarding teenagers... <laughs> who teenagers be- with an attitude. <laughs> ...who become trapped on Mongo <laughs> after stopping Ming's attempt to invade Earth. It's like a shitty reboot. Hey, Jake, who's the new girl? Oh, that's Dale Arden. Her dad's in the Air Force, too. If you like her, why don't you go over and talk to her? Jake, look, you can't just talk to a girl. You gotta get her attention first. Watch this. Back in a flash. Hey, Dale Arden! This one's for you! Well, you were on your back in a flash. Maybe you should get some training wheels for this. Flash. So, so one, mm. like, um, beyond wetty, you know, <laughs> look at that girl. Also, a spitting image of George Stobart from Broken Sword. From <laughs> Point Click Adventure Games episode. Honestly, put the two, Flash Gordon in what, the 1996 no, 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 cartoon series? Alex Flash Gordon with George Sobart, mm. uncanny. <laughs> Apparently that series was on Channel 4 in the UK. I do not remember that. In the autumn of 96. No. I do not remember it. Did, I don't believe you. <laughs> Didn't happen. <laughs> then finally, most recently, oh, Christ. Uh, in 2007, the Sci-Fi Channel, before it became the Siffy Channel, uh, premiered a Flash Gordon series uh, on August the 10th, 2007. <laughs> 22 one-hour episodes. Uh controversial with fans because the characters of Ming Dale Arden and Dr. Hans Zarkov were drastically altered don't do it and uh, Eric Johnson then best known for playing Lana Lang's boyfriend Whitney on Smallville uh, he played the title character of Stephen Flash Stephen. Gordon ah, no, no no not the blender my mom will kill me watch out Flash it's an interesting counterpoint to, to, the, to the other heroes out there and it's it's saying that you know you, you don't need these things to, to, to change the world. You can change the world just with sheer willpower and determination. I think what people will come to see is that this show is really about empowerment. And these people who have been marginalized or uh, are, are a bit on the fringe and not quite accepted, finding it within themselves to be all they can be. So what now? Well, all we have to do is save the universe. That shouldn't be so hard, huh? I'm beginning to remember why I broke up with you. Uh-huh. I broke up with you. You did not. I so dumped your ass. The show was cancelled after one season in 2008. <laughs> uh, not a success. Oh, not dear. a success. So I, yeah. I, did, I did see some reviews of this. Mm. Have you seen this? No. So SFX magazine <laughs> described episode three of the show as possibly the worst episode of anything ever. <laughs> and as part of their 200th issue, uh, they named it, the, the series as a whole was the <laughs> worst they've ever reviewed. And the New York Post gave the show zero stars, describing it as a disgrace to the name of the enduring comic strip character turned movie and TV space hero. A disgrace. A disgrace. How dare you? Look what you've done. Look at what you've done. Oh, wow. Okay, so... Having, Dreadful. Uh, that was a roller coaster. From, from the great Flash Gordon screen adaptations yeah. to the absolute dirge, the worst. Let's talk about the most famous. Well, I think... We haven't really explained what Flash Gordon's all about, have we? So, like, let's go back to the origins, well, the roots. So, Flash, it came about 
after kind of Buck Rogers was the big daddy when it comes to com- comic books at the time. So is Flash basically a, a Buck Rogers ripoff? A little bit. So, <laughs> so uh, King Features Syndicate, as they were named, ah. they decided they wanted to create their own sci-fi comic strip to compete with Buck Rogers. Mm. Um, and at first, apparently, they tried to purchase the rights of John Carter. You know the John Carter. You know what ended up with that with that shit. Disney was it Disney Taylor Taylor Kitsch yeah the man who I love Taylor Kitsch but he he cannot no. find the right project he can't find the right project no um, but they were unable to kind of get the deal for John Carter so mm. they were like right Alex Raymond you know what mate um, he's one of their staff artists they were like uh, oh. mate we need you to create a story here yeah. from scratch you're like alright uh, alright alright uh, um, Flash Gordon yeah whatever so but apparently at the, originally yeah. his ideas were dismissed for not being enough not being sort of actiony enough essentially right. um, so he reworked it and he was partnered with ghostwriter Don Moore um, who's an editor and writer at the time and they created the Flash Gordon story which premiered in January 1934 1934 um, alongside Jungle Jim <laughs> don't know what Jungle Jim is not, not, shit Tarzan not as big a deal not um, as big a deal the Flash Gordon strip was well received and it became one of the most popular comic strips of the 1930s. And like Buck Rogers, um, it's, it, it's, it resulted in numerous kind of, you know, books and um, toys and all sorts. Yeah. Big deal. Um, so in general, the comic strip followed the adventures of Flash Gordon, a handsome polo player back then, uh, and Yale University graduate and his companions Dale Arden and Dr. Hans Zarkov. And the story begins with Earth threatened by a collision with the planet Mongo. And Dr. Zarkov invents a rocket ship to fly into space in an attempt to stop the disaster. Half mad, he kidnaps Flash and Dale, and they travel to the planet. Landing on the planet and halting the collision, they come into conflict with Ming the Merciless, Mongo's evil ruler. That's all you need to know, really, about the, the plot of Flash Gordon. Again, we talked about this a little bit in the X-Men episode with yeah. the Brotherhood of Evil Mutants. But I love the <laughs> idea that he calls himself Ming the Merciless. Yeah. No fucking around. He's like... <laughs> Do you know what I am? I'm fucking merciless. Merciless, mate. Yeah. Don't mess. I'm Ming the Merciless. But I, I, from what I can tell, they're still sort of going today in a weird way, the Flash Gordon comics, because um, I think they're largely kind of reprints now mm. um, and they kind of update it. So, for instance, there was one, uh, Bill Clinton was in it, but they reworked it with, to replace it with Obama. So they, they do that every now and then. <laughs> this is going to be Donald Trump yeah. uh, battling Flash Gordon. But according to Wikipedia, this is what we're all about, the last completely new strip was published in 2003 factoid yeah so you can correct us if we're wrong but that's what Wikipedia tells us and apparently you know he's a big he's a big influence on other superheroes um, Jerry Siegel and Joe Shuster they base Superman's uniform of tights and cape on costumes worn by Flash and Bob Kane's drawing of Batman on his first ever appearance of the character was based on 1937 Alex Raymond's drawing of Flash Gordon there you go but our main focus of this episode is the 1980 film. Flash! Boom! Ah! Yeah. So, <laughs> um, so uh, before the film came out, so in the yeah. 1970s, several directors wanted to make this film. Right. Do you know about this? No. Yeah. So, uh, Federico Fellini. Fellini? Yeah, he was he optioned the Flash Gordon rights originally, would you believe? God. So how would you describe Fellini's work? Like you know, Getty Westerns, isn't it? Right. I did a film studies degree and the minute you went, describe Fellini's work, I, I, I went for a laptop, I was like, shit, don't he's, challenge he's me on Fellini. Western, man, isn't he? No, that's um are you thinking of Mor- Morricone? Oh, who, who did the music <laughs> Who's for Fellini? Good, the Bad and the Ugly. Fellini, mate, he did he did black and white um 
black and white like arty farty movies. So not really a Flash Gordon fodder. No, well that's why I was. Oh yeah, he did. He did eight and a half. And yeah, Fellini's like eight and a half. Okay, so he's okay. So there's a bit of a rogue choice for him to. La Dolce Vita. That's Fellini. Yeah, I was like, I was like, Flash Fellini doing Flash Gordon. His idea never never got made, and then George Lucas attempted to make it in the 1970s, but he was unable to acquire the rights as well from Dino De Laurentiis, who was the big main man at the time. The big cheese. So. So Star Wars was yeah. Lucas's attempt to kind of make After. a Flash Gordon type thing when he couldn't do Flash Gordon. when he couldn't do the Flash exactly. Gordon. So him getting yeah he could, he decided to do Star Wars instead. So him getting shot down for Flash Gordon is one of the best yeah. things to ever happen exactly. to movies. Uh, Nicholas Rogue was then hired to make a Flash Gordon film, but De Laurentiis was unhappy with his ideas, so Rogue left the project. What did what did Nicholas Rogue was Rogue, famous for? that old Rogue? Yeah, I'm looking him up now. Nicholas Rogue was the director of Don't Look Now and The Man oh, Who Fell to Earth. So quite, quite a big deal. Dark sort of yeah. Yeah, kind of dark sci-fi horror. But then De Laurentiis, who is a bit of a diva, it seems, with this kind of stuff. A diva Laurentiis. He then wanted Sergio Leone to helm Flash Gordon. Was that who you were thinking of before? Maybe I was Sergio thinking Leone. Yeah, yeah. But that he, is the Western dude. But he declined because he believed the script was not faithful to the original Raymond comic strips. Big fan of Flash Gordon, yeah. Mm. But finally, De Laurentiis hired Mike Hodges. I don't know what Mike Hodges did. Mike Hodges. Gordon. Can, while I'm looking out, can you just say De Laurentiis again? De Laurentiis. That's, that's, a, that's a fun name to say when you've had a few beers. Do, do you know De, De Laurentiis? Laurentiis. <laughs> what, did, what did Mike, Mikey boy do? I'll be honest, I've looked him up on IMDb and it says Director of Flash Gordon. <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, no. Oh. Do you know what? We've embarrassed ourselves. Oh, I know. Yeah. Uh, Mike... Hodges also directed Get Carter. Ah, okay. So, mm. you know, he's a big big cheese. Back and, the and, and Croupier and I'll Sleep When I'm Dead starring Clive Owen, okay. both of which I've seen. All right. Well, so, Hodges' version starred former Playgirl centrefold Sam J. Jones in the title role. Its, <laughs> its plot is based loosely on the first few years of the comic strip, revising Flash's backstory, making him the quarterback of the New York Jets instead, instead of a polo player, because that's yeah. a bit of a wetty sport. Polo? Yeah. NFL, mate. Yeah. Uh, Raymond's drawings feature heavily in the co- in the opening credits, as does the signature theme song "Flash" by rock band Queen, which we'll go into later. Who composed the entire score? So let's. Uh, I've got a little trailer. Oh, lovely. Clytus, I'm bored. What plaything can you offer me today? An obscure body in the SK system, Your Majesty. The inhabitants refer to it as the planet Earth. I like to play with things a while before annihilation. Pathetic earthlings, who can save you now? Flash! Ah! Savior of the universe! Strange object imaged in the Imperial Vortex. Flash! Ah! You save everyone else! Remove the Earth Woman. Prepare her for our pleasure. Flash!
I don't think there's a trailer that gets you more pumped up for a film ever. No, I don't. All because of Queen, but yeah. still, <laughs> you know. So Lorenzo Semple Jr. wrote the script, and he was not happy. <laughs> what with the final product? Well, when he yeah, when he looked back on it, he later recalled. Dino wanted to make Flash Gordon humorous. At the time, I thought that was a possible way to go, but in hindsight, I realised it was a terrible mistake. We kept fiddling around with the script, trying to decide whether to be funny or realistic. That was a catastrophic thing to do, with so much money involved. I never thought the character of Flash in the script was particularly good, but there was no pressure to make it any better. Dino had a vision of a comic strip character treated in a comic style. That was silly, because Flash Gordon was never intended to be funny. The entire film got way out of control. No, but he's wrong. He is wrong. Yeah. Because I get, I get what he's saying, but... Flash is far too it's silly. A, it's to a romp. Exactly. Yeah, it's, it's a, a, it's a fun romp. Yeah. Sam J. Jones himself had disagreements uh, of some sort with Jordi Laurentiis <laughs> and departed prior to post-production. He left the film. Right. Is this why? So, so okay, I need to get onto this. So, famously, yeah. uh, Sam Jones, the star of Flash Gordon, is dubbed yeah. in Flash Gordon. And I always assumed it was because he was such a bad actor yeah. that they had to dub him over. But it's like, no. how bad an actor I can know. you be that they, you, you, they had to dub you over unless you just get on set and go, <laughs> and they're like, whoa, whoa. No, I think it's because he left prior to post-production. So it resulted in a substantial portion of his dialogue being dubbed by a professional voice actor whose identity is still a mystery. Wow. Poor bastard. Do you know what? If we were really slick, we should, we have, tra- we should, we should have tracked down the yeah. real Flash voice. Yeah. Let's go to the cast, shall we? Okay. Of, uh, Flash Gordon. So, Sam J. Jones, we've already mentioned him. In yeah. 1975, prior to his first screen roles, he appeared in full frontal nude under the <laughs> alias Andrew Cooper III as a centrefold for a photo spread in the June issue of Playgirl. Uh, um, do you know what? Andrew Cooper III, it's good, but it's no Clarence Lyndon Crabb II. <laughs> no, it isn't. It's not. Not a doll. Um, he beat, do you know who he beat to the role? Go on. Kurt Russell and wow. Arnie. Wow. In Playgirl. Arnie? Yeah. Um, I think... He couldn't speak English at the time. <laughs> right, that was, that was the main <laughs> obstacle. But Kurt Russell, well, apparently Sam J. Jones could barely speak English. But Dean Laurentiis really wanted Kurt Russell, but he was like, nah, a bit lame, in it? Mm. And then uh, Sam J. Jones, have you seen Ted? I, I know he reprises the Yeah, role. he kind of reprises it in, 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 in the sequel as well, but you know, it's a nice little homage to Flash in mm. general. Oh, Johnny, thank Christ you made it. Dude, I got 10 minutes. Where's Flash Gordon? Okay, get ready. Hey, Sam, this is the guy I was telling you about. I thank you for saving every one of us. Oh, you're welcome. <laughs> he acknowledged it. Let's do some shots. With you? Oh, my God. Yes, oh, yes. my God, yes. Totally, yes. Let's go. There you go, my friend. Thank you. Death to me. <laughs> yes. Uh, Melody Anderson, she co-starred as Dale Arden, his kind of love interest. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's now a social worker and public speaker, specialising in the impact of addiction on families. Mm. I thought you were going to say specialising in the impact of Flash Gordon. Like, <laughs> Do you know what? That's a bloody yeah. good film, that. She's retired from acting, but uh, she still turns up at conventions every now and then. Oh, so, nice. Yeah. Drink this. What is it? It has no name. Many brave men died to bring it here from the galaxy of pleasure. It'll make your nights with Ming more agreeable. Will it make me forget? No, but it will make you not mind remembering. 
Max von Sydow as Ming. You don't really need to say anything I else. Bit, really. I love a bit of Max von. You know, Sydow, Sydow, Sydow. Either way, enough said. Great guy. Yeah. After the earthquakes and tidal waves, they won't be quite the human beings you remember. They'll be more tractable, easier for you to rule. In the name of Ming. You mean slaves? Let's say they'll be satisfied with less. What about Dale? Dale, we have decided to marry her. She's exceptional. We will breed with her and send our imperial progeny back to populate your earth. You really prefer death to a kingdom? I'm disappointed. I'd much rather see you on my side than scattered into atoms. But as you wish. One of my things with him though, always been old. Yeah. Now, now he's in. So he's in The Exorcist yeah. as the old priest, yeah. and he, they did put old man makeup on yeah. him. But now but he's on Game of Thrones. He's exactly been, the same. He's been old since the seventies, Max yeah. Inside Out, and I hope he never dies. But it's like Max, mate. <laughs> you Max, you must be getting on, Max. Yeah. How, old, how old is Max Inside Out? He's ageless. Uh, top hole. Top hole. As uh, Zarkov, best known for Fiddler on the Roof, an all-round theatre icon. Friendship. Built this to send in friendship. Timothy Dalton pre-Bond <sighs> in a dodgy outfit as Prince Barlin Barin 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 but with an yeah. amazing moustache yeah you'd sell us to me <laughs> come on Baron do you expect mercy here what would you do if I were captive in your kingdom I would remind you of article 17 of Ming's law no prince of Mongo taken captive shall be offered for ransom without first being given the right of trial by combat is there such an article? I'm afraid there is. What a damn nuisance. Hmm. Yes, and, uh... Who do you choose to fight? Him. This place is a lunatic asylum. Best yeah. bros in Flash in the end. Yeah, Dalton at his sexiest, I think. Yeah. Swashbuckling... Dalton at his swashbuckling <laughs> sexiest. Uh, you know I love it, Dalton. Yeah. Sorry, I'm just going to put it out there. Yeah. Uh, Brian Blessed, you know, his performance as Hawkman, oh. Prince Voltan. I, do you know what? It was so subtle and low-key, I didn't even remember <laughs> that Brian Blessed was in this movie, I'll be honest. So, you know, it, it kind of cemented his career, and if there's any line from Flash Gordon in the film, oh, what, could it what would you pick? Yeah. If you're going to pick a line oh. from Flash Gordon, what would you do? Gordon's alive, live, live. Yeah, you know, over 30 years later, 40 years later, mm. it's the most used quote from both his career and the movie itself. And he also had appearances from Richard O'Brien as Fico, apparently. Crystal May's legend, Rocky Horror legend. Deep Roy, remember we talked about him before? Deep Roy. He's in everything. Yeah. He was Fellini, which is Princess Aura's pet. Do you think that was a reference to Fellini the Maybe director? it was. Maybe, Maybe it was. was. Little cheeky reference. Uh, Kenny Baker, it just says here, was a dwarf. <laughs> Make of that. <laughs> that's, as, just, that's, just a, that's just a factual statement. And uh, Robbie Coltrane was man at airfield. Robbie Coltrane? <laughs> so there's a bit of a 007 link here. He had Max von Sydow. He yeah. was in a Bond he, film, wasn't he? Very well done. Yeah. He was He was Blofeld in yeah. the unofficial Bond film, Never Seen Ever Again. Timmy Dalton. Dalton, obviously. Topol. He was in one, wasn't he? He was in For Your Eyes Only. Toppy. 
and Robbie Coltrane. You know, yeah. good, good in, little... uh, yeah, and a couple of Bo- Brosnan. Yeah. So riding on the coattails of Star Wars, Superman, Star Trek, the, the motion picture. Well, hang on. So, so <laughs> you got you got you know. It's nineteen eighty. This came yeah, you've got like Star Wars, yeah. big big hit. Yeah. Superman, big big hit. Mm. Surely that's going to be a big big yeah, hit. Yeah. It was not a critical success at a release. Not a, <laughs> not a critical success. It was not considered a success. It only grossed twenty seven million on a twenty million budget. Wow, so, you a know, flop, a proper yeah, flop. A proper flop. But overall, it did get good reviews. People liked it. People yeah. thought it was really good and has since become a cult classic. And it's it's a fa- you know, Edgar Wright, it was a favourite of his. And yeah. he, he made, when he made um, Scott Pilgrim vs. the World, he mm. modelled most of it on Flash Gordon. He loved it. Scott Pilgrim vs. the World was not a successful no. box office, but it's gone home, but it's gone on to become a cult classic. Really good film. Yeah. And acclaimed comic book artist Alex Ross names the film oh. as his favourite movie of all time. So. Yeah. It's a big deal, but just no. I think there's too many of this ilk at the time, and it mm. just kind of slightly of, missed the wave. Yeah, didn't really work. Um, a few facts from this film. You like facts, don't I you? I love facts, yeah. mate. Only only a handful. But Dino this he had never heard of Queen before making the film. What? Never heard of him. Um, the band approached. Uh, they were approached for the gig in 1979, and they were immediately interested. But the manager arranged a meeting with Dino and to discuss the yeah, the chance of it doing it. And he, apparently he said, who are the queens? <laughs> who are the queens? <laughs> um, according to Brian Blessed, it took about three days to prepare the Ajax sequence and put and put everything, including dozens of uh, hanging hawk men in place. Um, Blessed put on his own special effects, going pew, 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 as he shot his cardboard. <laughs> well, no, 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 it would be... <laughs> because of this, they had to take another day to reset because he fucked about. But he didn't feel too bad as Sandy Jones was also pretty good at his prop gun as well. Also filling in with the pew pew pew. Pew pew pew. Um, flash. You know, the towards the end, you know, the bit where I'll, I'll get it up now. There's a bit towards the end where Flash goes, yeah! Right. And it's totally improvised. No one knew what it was going to do. Fuck it, should we just keep, keep it in because it's hilarious. Flash! Don't move! Stay where you are! Long live Flash! You've saved your ass! Have a nice day. Yeah! Wait, that was improvised. Yeah. Right? I mean, that was really yeah. towards the camera. Yeah. yeah. But what I like... I want every single thing that I ever do to be met with, <laughs> he's for every one of us. <laughs> Stand for every one I of us. I also want every single movie ever to end with the lead character leaping yeah. into the camera going, yeah! Because apparently nobody can figure out how to end it. <laughs> <laughs> That's how every film should end. Yeah. yeah! But also, I like the idea that Sam J. Jones did that yeah. and then there's some guy in a recording studio going, right, I've got to say yeah now, have I? Because he did that. <laughs> uh, I've done the dub. I've I'm not getting credited on this movie at all, am I? Yeah. And uh, finally, um, uh, Flash was supposed to have blue eyes, but he couldn't wear the contact lenses. Sandy Jones, so <laughs> he went, couldn't. Uh, he I'm couldn't. Like, he couldn't wear contact lenses. He yeah. couldn't speak. Um, there was meant to be a sequel, right? But because he fell out with everyone, they were like, oh, "I can't do it." Really. You know, just recast Flash. Yeah, no, didn't happen. <sighs> um, but since 2015, a new Flash Gordon film has been in the works. 20th Century Fox hired J.D. Payne and Patrick McKay. We know mm. them well, don't we? Don't know who they are. Well, they wrote Star Trek Beyond, mate. Oh, okay. So they're, yeah. they're pretty I big definitely deal. knew that off the top okay. of my head. Uh, and Matthew Vaughan was in talks to direct the film. Mm. But uh, uh, in January last year, January last year, Mark Protosevich was hired to rewrite the film script, but there hasn't really been any updates since. He wrote I Am Legend. Yeah. So, you know, you know, proper people involved, mm. but but look at this. No, it's like, I like the idea. I know who wrote I Am Legend, but I, you're like Fellini. <laughs> I'm like, well, what? Well, we've looked at like, um, you know, in this age of uh, you know superheroes yeah. and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. 
you're amazed that Flash hasn't turned up yet. Like, it's well, so easy to be done. And not only that, but Guardians of the Galaxy has proven yeah. that uh, a sort of tongue-in-cheek yeah. space opera Definitely. can work wonders at the box office. And you can change it. You can change what his job was in the, on Earth. It doesn't matter what like um, where he's come from or yeah. what his background is. It doesn't, make him, it, just, yeah. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Give him a hoverboard. Yeah, make him trendy again. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've said it before. I, said it, I believe I said it in the Defence of the Earth episode. But do... An, do yeah. I, mean, I know we're kind of drowning in cinematic yeah. universes... But do a Flash Gordon yeah. movie, do a Phantom movie, yeah. do a Mandrake movie, then make a Defenders of the Earth movie. That's a that's a yeah. cinematic universe begging to be made. Yeah. Well, I've said it before, I'll say it again. John mm. Holloway was born to play Flash Gordon. Yeah, he was born... Now, he's too old. He, I was going to say, he's too old. He's born yeah, far he, too early to play Flash Gordon. Now, I suppose. It would have to be... It would probably be, probably be at Liam. I think, yeah. I think go for the Liam. He can't be Thor and Flash Gordon. No, I think Liam Hemsworth would be yeah. a good choice for, uh, for Flash oh. Gordon. Well, that's, that is that is pretty much everything about Flash Gordon. You know, it, it's a, it, in the 30s, 40s, it was a massive deal. Mm. There was a radio serial back in the day. There was mm. even a stage play in 1989. A, a children's musical. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there you go. Various novels and games, and um, it feels like it feels like to me like it's been like a multimedia phenomenon. Yeah. It feels like someone just needs to come in with the right yeah. take to bring Flash Gordon back to the masses. And you can't forget Flash Gordon, nineteen seventy four, erotic science fiction adventure comedy film. I always forget about that. I used to, so I used to go to like my local uh, video store and rent videos, mainly just Transformers cartoons. But they they would always have right next to each other, so very easily confused. Flash Gordon yeah. and Flesh Gordon. Well, be careful. Yeah, and it always sort of have a cheeky little look at Flesh Gordon, see what's going on there. <laughs> Just see what's going on. I was a child, I was curious. Well, you mentioned it briefly. One mm. of the main points of the Flash Gordon movie was obviously the soundtrack mm. of Queen. Mm. And it's very rare that kind of thing happens nowadays. Like a, a mainstream band yeah. does a soundtrack for a movie and he doesn't. They had like one hit single from it, the main yeah. theme from Flash, but most of it was kind of instrumentals and, and things like that. It wasn't like a. Like hit after hit, and they later did Highlander. Yeah, oh, it's a kind of magic. Yeah. The kind of magic does not fit the tone of Highlander at all. But that and Who Wants to Live Forever, two but, completely different songs. But he does, he does want to live forever because he's because he's uh, an, an immortal. And, and there's a scene where he says, "It's a kind of magic. It works." But did you know that Who Wants to Live Forever mm. was actually uttered in Flash Gordon? Ooh, a little. Brian Blessed's character. A little seed was sown. Yeah, he sort of he says the line. So I do wonder, do you think that influenced Brian May in writing oh, the maybe. classic Highlander song? Maybe. Three or four years later. Yes. But great soundtrack. Though. Fantastic song. Now, with, with that song, right, mm. what is your favourite Flash R? Because there, there are some good ones. So you've got, you got Saviour of the Universe? Yeah. Feel Saviour of one of us? Oh, I, I know like, what my favourite is. Oh, uh, hang on. Um, I've got to look up the lyrics. There's one in particular. He's <laughs> probably, I think it might be the same I, as mine. Uh, king of the Impossible. Of course it is, of course it is. <laughs> the best one king is. King of the Impossible. Flash, ah, king of the Impossible. King of the Impossible. What I like about that is, he's not, it's not just that he can do the Impossible, yeah. which is pretty he, bloody he, impressive. He's the best of it. He's king of the Impossible. He's the best at doing the Impossible. So there's lots of people out there who can do the Impossible, yeah. but of, of that, yeah. he is the best. I, that, yeah. I don't know why that is the best one. Save the universe, yeah, sure, yeah. save one of us, sure. He's king of the Impossible, yeah. mate. King of the Impossible. <laughs> also, so I was looking up the lyrics to this song. Yeah. And the, the, the bit, you know, he's for every one of us, stands for every one of us. Apparently the lyrics are, he saves with a mighty hand every man, every woman, every child with a mighty flash. <laughs> now, I never knew those... Mighty flash. Well, exactly. I never knew those were what the lyrics were because I'd get too excited at that point. Yeah. So it's like... 
Every man, every woman, every child, every man, every flash. But you know what I like about it is that they they included quotes from the film. So like Dr. Hans Zarkov is the and then Flash, I love you. But we only have 14 hours to save the earth. What do you mean? Flash Gordon approaching. Open fire. <laughs> All weapons. So good. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, I reckon that's about it, though. Flash yeah. Gordon, that's, we, underrated series altogether. It will come back. It will come back. It will come back. Um, before you know it. We've introduced it, so it will come back. <laughs> we, we, now now, now yeah. that we've brought it up, yeah. Yeah. surely oh, it will come back. Yeah, two geeks. Yeah, Flash Gordon, brilliant. Yeah, yeah. do a film. Now, do you know what two geeks listeners can do in a Flash, Tom? What, rate us on the iTunes. They can subscribe yeah. and rate us and review us yeah. on iTunes. Yeah. Five stars, if you'd be so kind. Thank you very much. Yeah. Head over to twogeeks2beers.com for you to download all 35 episodes now yeah. and uh, stream it and subscribe however you'd like. Do all that business. And find us on all the social channels. Yes, Two Geeks Cast on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Instagram. Yeah. We're, yeah. We're getting down with the kids. We'll never be on Snapchat. It's never. It's never going to happen. But, uh, yeah. Um, also, you can email us. Yes, please uh, do. At podcast at twogeeks2beers.com. Yeah. Uh, send us uh, suggestions mm-hmm. for future episodes. Yeah. Uh, anything you'd like to see us cover or maybe just some technical advice given that our last episode <laughs> that we tried to record yeah. didn't record at all so yeah maybe just, maybe just give us some technical advice we, we do note them down every time we get suggestions no we do it's much appreciated yeah. so please do um, it's kind of obvious what I'm going to leave us with oh, could you possibly, what song yeah. could you possibly leave so, us with uh, don't need to introduce it really but <laughs> thank you very much for joining us and uh, we'll see you next time cheers every man every woman every child every flash flash <laughs>
Have a nice day. Yeah!